everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. Thanks for joining us on our radio show today. We're enjoying the cool weather, the cold weather that we get at this time of the year, but it is so beautiful outside. I'm already getting excited though for spring. It is such a nice time when things turn and they're going to be turning before you know it as far as the greens, as far as the snow changing, and as far as people wanting to buy and sell homes, we're getting close to the start of the next big season coming in 2019. Springtime is when people start looking around and there's a lot of people already wondering if they're going to be able to buy a home this year in 2019 if they're primary residence buyers. Also, investors are wondering if perhaps this is a good year to get back into the investment game, maybe pick up an investment property now that prices have softened just a little bit during the cold months. We're gonna to talk to some experts in the industry because they are in the business. Three guests will be joining us to talk about real estate and real estate for investors. Joining us from Minden, uh, Minden Nevada is Debbie O'Gorman and she's with Coldwell Banker Select in the Carson Valley. And uh, we're gonna be talking about a number of things, including the equestrian world horses and horse property. Also with us from Brick and Mortar, it's a property management company and real estate company in Carson City is Colleen McCoy. And we're gonna be talking about just that, real estate sales and property management. And then rounding out the team of guests today is Tim Farrell from Blue Line Enterprises. And he's gonna be talking about, well, something that almost everybody involved with a real estate transaction needs but most people don't know that they need one. What is that kind of person? We'll let you know after this break. Age International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. It's so sweet. The Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming February 22nd through the 24th in Urington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. You will love learning about why bees are the coolest and products for beehives that are used in health and beauty. Kids of all ages can take part in the hive decorating contest and the honey tasting contest. The Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is pleased to present Dr. Samuel Ramsey, entomologist at USDA Bee Research Laboratory. Dr. Ramsey takes beekeeping to a whole new world. Want to become a beekeeper? Attend the workshop rotation to learn everything you'll need to get started, like how to collect pollen and honeycomb, not just the honey. You'll learn about the magic of propolis, how to read a hive frame, and so much more about pollinator habitat in your backyard. The 2019 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 22nd through the 24th. This conference is great for beginners or advanced beekeepers. Space is limited, so register today. Go to nevadastatebeekeepers.org. That's nevadastatebeekeepers.org. It's so sweet. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. It's been a long winter for many people already, and it's not even over, but you've already got to start to get ready for that spring cleaning. I recommend that you think about calling CJ's recommended carpet care. Jack Whiteley is otherwise known as Extraction Jackson because he is a pet stain specialist. See, Jack has all these pets in his house, including this large, he looks like a brown bear. He's called Bear. He's a big dog. He's Jack's favorite pet. And if Jack can keep the carpet clean with that kind of a pet and more, you know he'll do a great job on your carpet too. Give him a call, 829-1551, or visit the website, cjscarpetcare.com. Tell him Peter sent you. With me in the studio, first of all, we have Tim Farrell, and Tim is with Blue Line Enterprises. Welcome to the show, Tim. Well, thank you, Peter. It's a pleasure being here. It's a pleasure to have you here as well. Today's one of those somewhat damp and snowy days, and you did not come in from Reno. Well, I actually live down in Genoa. Beautiful. And uh, we do a lot of our business within the Carson Valley itself, in addition to the Reno Sparks area. Yes. So even though the weather was somewhat challenging for some people today, it's nice to have the interstate ready to go as it is now. Uh, it's not nearly as treacherous as it used to be. Uh, it was just a couple of years ago. 
three years ago maybe. There was no 580 down that way. It's not a bad drive. No, I can get up to uh, where your office is in the, the central part of uh, Reno in probably about 35, 40 minutes. Yeah. So everything is very accessible now. Very nice. And you don't have to, well, you don't have to ride a horse to get here. <laughs> no, I don't. Although if you didn't have to ride a horse, I have a lady here that could do that. Her name is Debbie O'Gorman. Debbie, you could ride a horse from your home to our studios today, could you not? I could, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Debbie is a, uh, a, a realtor at Coldwell Banker Select, Debbie O'Gorman, and it says here that you're not only a realtor, but you're a home staging specialist. Yes. What does that mean? Well, um, if you're a seller and you, know, you want to sell your home more quickly, I can help you reposition things in the home yeah. to make it more attractive to a buyer. Yeah. It's a free service I offer. I don't like go out and stage homes, but I will help you stage yours. Yes. And you are not only focusing on um, homes in the era as a general, but I see on your business card that you have a lovely acquaintances with you there. I don't know if it's a partner or not, but a beautiful white, big white face. That's your horse. That was one of my horses. That yes. was one of your horses. Oh, yes. that's a beautiful picture. She's and that is a beautiful away. horse. I've never seen a horse with that big of a white face. She was extremely photogenic. Wow. <laughs> she made me look good. Oh, you look beautiful. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, I, you don't see that many pictures like that with a horse. So what's the reason for that? Horse property? I, yes, I specialize in horse property, agricultural properties, land, mm -hmm. along those lines. More and more people want that, it seems they do. like. They want to find a way to... Uh, at least the people I know, they want to find a way to get a little bit more space in their life. And I know a lot of people think it's beyond their reach. Later on the show, I want you to tell us perhaps what it would take to get started if you wanted that open space. I've often talked about the opportunities in rural areas close to Reno, because Reno and Sparks are somewhat getting unaffordable for a lot of home buyers. Uh, and uh, it's not a habit I typically go to the Fernley area, but the reality is there are other areas. So. I'm going to have you focus on that and talk to us more about Minden today. Thanks for being with us. You're welcome. Also Thank with you. us, yes, also with us in the studio is another realtor. We rarely have two realtors on our radio show, but today's a good day to do that because we are focusing on the Carson Valley area. We have Colleen McCoy, and Colleen is a debroker owner at Brick and Mortar. Welcome to our show. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you're here. I love the name of your company, Brick and Mortar. Thanks. There are some companies that can't do business in Nevada unless they have brick and mortar. Exactly. I believe it's mortgage companies, right? And real estate. And real estate companies. Yeah. An actual physical presence. Yeah. And so if somebody asks you if you have brick and mortar, you can say, Of course. I am. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the broker owner. Tell us a little bit about the, uh, the, the, the company in the office. Yeah. So we're down in Carson City right there on Carson Street. Yeah. And we help um, buyers and sellers with residential real estate transactions as well as residential property management. I'm interested in both uh, areas that you specialize in. The residential sales, first of all, let's talk about that. Uh, there's been cha a lot of challenges in the Reno Sparks area, and mm -hmm. I know a lot of our radio time, we sometimes focus on Reno Sparks, but about how challenging it is to find homes here. The number of sales are down somewhat. The number of prices are way up. Carson City, do we have the same issues in general? Yeah, I believe so. It's um, a little bit... Uh, I would say a month or two behind what Reno goes through. Really? But mm -hmm. I would say the same type of situation that Reno has of lack of inventory, high prices. Mm -hmm. We're having a little bit of a slowdown right now in the market. Mm -hmm. But I think we're going to pick up a bit in the spring. And yeah. Hopefully have a good rest of the year. I've always wondered about the political um, impact on the real estate market sure. in Carson City, being the state capital and all. Mm -hmm. um, I don't believe our state legislature is in session every year. It's every other year, right? Right. And so does that impact the real estate sales? I mean, I would think it would impact rentals, but or does it? Does it at all? Can you feel it? I don't see it so much on the sales side, um, but I do definitely see it on the rental aspect mm -hmm. we get. I probably got about five or six phone calls just this year, starting in about mid-December, to yeah. see, do I have any short-term rentals available? Are they furnished you know what what do you have send me your list yes yes so. that's interesting yeah and it's it's so interesting because it's a small community in comparison to many other states state capitals so it has that big uh, that political impact in a small community uh, the other thing of course is the property management that you're talking about 
investment property is we visit about that very often and I think to a large degree even primary residents home buyers they're wondering if it's a good investment to buy a home right if it's worth their money if it's worth their time and their commitment so the investment aspect pretty close pretty important for us during the the rise of the bottom right when 2012 and all the lows of the real estate values uh, as things started to turn were there a ample number were there a lot of investment deals going on in yeah the, absolutely in, that area, it, in Carson City it's it's a little bit more difficult in this day and age to go and buy an investment property to look for something that's cash flowing mm -hmm. especially if you have mortgage debt on the property itself right, right. so more so just looking for deals that break even at this point, especially on the single family mm -hmm. um, rental properties, if you're looking to buy something right now. Um, yeah. I did hear one of your shows a couple of weeks back about how I think you were with Guild Mortgage and talking about, you know, taking your primary residence and moving up to your next property, but instead of selling it, just renting it out and right. transitioning it into a rental property. Uh -huh. So I've seen a lot of that, and that's been um, fairly lucrative for those folks as well because they've bought at the right time, their mortgage is at the right level to where the rents make sense. True enough. If you bought even just a few years ago, mm -hmm. uh, rents have yeah. gone up dramatically since mm -hmm. then, and Absolutely. your payments are still based on what was happening then. Exactly. So a lot of people made really smart decisions in that time. I remember, in fact, and Debbie, you remember this too because you've been in the business so good time yourself, during the mortgage meltdown, a lot of people had to short sell. A lot of people, they just had to walk away. A lot of bad things happened at once. but. Because of the mortgage rules then, and I believe they're the same today, after three or four years, just depending on your circumstances, uh, you could be eligible to reapply. And so even if somebody did a short sale in 2009 or 10, you know, by 13, 14, you know, they were able to get back in, and a lot of them got in quick. And I've, um, I've known a lot of people that short sold early during that cycle and then got in as soon as they could again, and they made out tremendous. I mean, it, it was really a great deal for them. So it's all about timing, and it's all about understanding the market. The clients that are out looking to buy and sell homes, I think I know the answer, but I'll ask you this question, Colleen. Do they really know what they're doing? I hope that they have a good real estate agent. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Debbie O'Gorman is with us, and Debbie specializes in horse properties, right, and more yes. rural. And so what about that? Yeah, there's some people that maybe never owned a home in their 30s and 40s, and they're now in their 50s and they're getting ready to retire yeah. and they want to get horses. Yeah. I think our largest group is women retiring at that age around 50, 55 and getting into horses uh -huh. for the first time in yes. their lives. So they could be first time and being a first time buyer, we can still find you a horse property. Oh, that sounds wonderful. I was talking with a realtor yesterday about horse property. I live near the wild horse roaming area, so I see horses all the time. I absolutely love them. We're going to talk more about the wild horses and horse property in the Minden Carson City area and more on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this quick break. Reno Technology Academy. Scholarships are available for your career in cybersecurity. Improving your technical skills can help you attain an income of up to 90000 Register for your scholarship online or call 849-4983. Reno Technology Academy. Reno Technology Academy. Scholarships are available for your career in the Internet of Things. Improving your technical skills can help you attain an income of up to 80000 Register online or 849-4983. Reno Technology Academy. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. Many people that listen to our radio program want to talk about real estate for investors. We always encourage you, if you're a new investor or if you're wanting to really grow your holdings, that you make sure that you're incorporated in the right way to take full advantage of your real estate investments. I suggest you talk with Sherry Hill. She's the president and CEO of Sage International. She can talk to you about all sorts of things in real estate and how to, how to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge in real estate. That's income taxes, liability exposure, and more estate taxes and probate. Talk to Sherry Hill and she can help you get on the right track to improving your strategies and making more money with your real estate holdings or your business. Either way, you're doing the right thing. Call Sherry Hill, 
800-254-5779 and tell her Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, I'm talking with three guests about real estate and real estate for investors, not only in the Reno Sparks area, but in the Minden, Sparks, Carson City, Gardnerville areas as well. Sparks is on the other end. I know, I just threw that in there. <laughs> the Carson Valley area, I absolutely love it. I used to visit a good buddy uh, that was in Lake Tahoe, and we would take the back road up to Lake Tahoe, so we'd have to drive right through Minden, and that would that would be... Hope Valley. Hope Valley, that's in that area. Um, it's just gorgeous, and I can understand why it's so appealing. I also spent a fair amount of time in the Markleyville area on my bicycle. They have a little road race there called the Death Ride, and I've done that a few times, and... It's just a delightful area to be, but like so many of us, when we're so close to great places to go visit, we don't because it's so close. We wait for that trip around the world maybe to see something else. Lots of cool things in Minden, Carson City, and the whole area. With us in the studio today, Debbie O'Gorman, and Debbie is a realtor at Coldwell Bankers Select. Debbie, you're a horse property specialist. You own a horse. I do. I own three. You own three horses. Some, why do they call them hay burners? Somebody call them. <laughs> <laughs> well, horses eat a lot of hay. <laughs> yeah, they do, but you get a lot of enjoyment out of them. I do. Mm. We have some other guests with us from the Genoa area. Tim Farrell is with us, and Tim is with Blue Line Enterprises, and also in the studio, Colleen McCoy. And Colleen is a realtor at Brick and Mortar. So we're all kind of from the same area, right? We're all kind of living there in the Carson Valley area. Uh, what is it about that area? Debbie, you tell me. What is it about that area? It's quiet. It's peaceful. Lots of open space. Lots of trails. Mm -hmm. Places to go for different sports. It's all like right there. Mm -hmm. And you're enjoying your equestrian lifestyle as well. I am. I, I would think that, uh, you know, I know a lot of people that have horses, but they live in Cheyenne or they live in Montana someplace and they live way, way out. And I think the opportunity to have horses so close to a, a metro area like Carson City, you know, Sparks, I, I think that's somewhat unusual for a lot of people in the country. Um, it's a great benefit of living here as well. It is. Plus, uh, close to California. I'm sure you get a, a number of Californians that want to move over to the we area do. and talk to you. And maybe they've never ho owned horses before. Anybody later in life talk about that? Maybe just getting into the horse world? They do. I think that's our biggest segment is women 50 to 55 that want to retire and have a horse. <laughs> like, yes. Wow. That's interesting. And when you talk about women, are you talking women in general or single women? Or husband and wife come out, but the woman is driving the deal because she wants the horses. Is it all of it? If they're married, their husbands are very supportive. Horseback riding is more of a woman's sport, at least in our area. Mm -hmm. uh, that's it. There are quite a many men who sure. ride stuff, but it's a really big woman's sport. Uh -huh. Do they like to ride primarily the Western style or more of the English style? We have a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. you know, ropers and cutters and yeah. um, dressage, yes, cowboy I dressage. had a, a very good trials. friend who was doing dressage, and I was fascinated by it. You know, it is. I ride cowboy dressage. Cowboy dressage. I've never seen that. Another friend of mine has some really interesting horses. They're Pasofinos. Yes. And they're just incredible. They're a gated horse, yes. They're a gated horse, yes. And they're supposedly the smoothest riding horse in the world is what my, my buddy said, right? <laughs> the well, there's a lot of horses. I have a Rocky Mountain who's very smooth. Yeah. She's also gated. Yeah, he said um, it's like riding in a Cadillac as opposed to riding in a Pinto. <laughs> yeah, just, I have some Tennessee Walker friends I think that would disagree. but Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, we might have to have a little walk Duel. <laughs> yeah. Yes, um, the horse property, does it typically cost more per square foot for the home? Because um, you have all that acreage as well, or is it less per home because you have all that acreage? You know, how does somebody determine a fair price for horse property? Well, of course, the facilities that are on the property need to be calculated into it, so it is going to increase the cost per square foot. If there's nothing there and you need to put in your own, then the cost of per square foot is going to be standard along with... So if the corrals are already in, the yes. gates are already in, essentially corrals, it's already... gates, watering, lighting, yeah. Yeah. If footing, it's all set up already, it's worth a lot more as horse property, right? Because yes. it's, it's essentially working in process, right? Yes. Uh, I know that uh, it's tough for people to get uh, financing on big acreage properties, first of all. It is possible. 
Then it gets tougher if it's income-producing property, especially if you're looking to buy it for yes. primary residence. So uh, although we don't have a mortgage specialist here, have you interacted with any people that have had those challenges and maybe have some thoughts on that? You had better have some good books and a good accountant because most people cannot qualify. Mm -hmm. It's considered a hobby by the IRS. Uh -huh. And so most people are just doing it for their pleasure. Yes. I really haven't, don't recall working with someone who was doing it as a horse business, although I have some that are interested. But they go into it as a hobby and they know yeah. the expenses of the hobby have to be worked into that into that deal. Correct. Just like any other hobby, if you're into cars and you need a lot of garages. Oh boy, you know you, it. Of course, the cost per square foot on the house is going to go up to the garages mm -hmm. that are there to house your vehicles. Yes. So hobbies like that, yeah, they can be expensive initially. Horses mm -hmm. mm -hmm. are fairly inexpensive afterwards. Really? Yeah. At least in my opinion. Yeah, I've got well, three backyard horses, so. <laughs> well, but you, I'm sure you love them and you interact with I them. Do. And, and uh, you know, I've heard stories of people that get horses and then they ignore them, basically, and they forget about them. And it's, it's really cruel it is. Uh, to do that, especially to such a noble animal as a horse. But I'm glad that you, uh, we have a specialist that can talk to us about the world of horse properties and uh, uh, you know, the opportunities and the challenges of buying horse properties. So is there horse property available right now in the area at a reasonable price? There are horse properties available. Yeah. Whether or not they're reasonable, it's debatable. Yeah. The market's um, coming down a little bit in our area. Mm -hmm. I think it's just doing a little correction. Yeah. It will come back up in the spring, but I don't foresee it going skyrocket. Yeah. So is it affordable? 200 and below, probably not. But above that, mm -hmm. 253, you can actually find a fairly decent property that's maybe even has some horse stuff on it. Yeah. Do you know of people that buy horse property, maybe they're not into the horses at all, but they just lease out some of the space so that somebody can bring their horses okay. and take, yes. take care of it that way? So I, I, I thought about doing that at one point. I had a property that I was looking at. It didn't quite work out, the deal, but it was something that I had in mind, and I, I think that would be a fun way to you know, just start getting uh, some exposure to the horse property world without having to buy horses and you know learn all about horses immediately if there's somebody that can use the, the adjacent corrals or something like that. Could be a good way to even get a little income. I've had there. some clients that were not horse people but have looked at horse properties and said, what are we going to do with all this land? Oh, I know, we'll build something and offer horse boarding. And mm -hmm. horse boarding is still pretty prevalent in our area. Yeah, I would There's bet. still a lot of people that, honestly... When I get to be too old, I'm going to buy a little condo and I'm going to board my horse because somebody else can take care of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Well, you've got the information at your office. Coldwell Banker Select, Debbie O'Gorman. And if somebody wants to reach you, I've got all of your contact information here. We're going to put it on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. That way we'll make it easy for people to find you. We've got more to talk to you about later on the show. We're talking also about property management today a little bit and the importance of property management. And with us in the studio is Colleen McCoy, and she is with Brick and Mortar. So not only real estate, but property management as well. Correct. How important is that for your business, for Brick and Mortar? Is that uh, like half of the work you do? Is that more than half the work you do at your office? You know, it, it's, yeah, it's a big portion, but I think it also helps all the clientele that either need to take their existing property and rent it out before they go ahead and move on to the next property. So it's it's a good uh, business to have in conjunction with the real estate sales. I would think so. And you get a chance to really get acquainted with real estate in the area and know what's working and what's not. Yeah, exactly. uh, The more your office and the more you and your team know about uh, the operations of other real estate properties, the sure. better decisions you can uh, help people make when they're looking to buy or sell. Absolutely. Uh, the reason I wanted to specifically talk about property management is because we have a gentleman with us in the studio who works in the property managed world himself, although he's not a property management uh, person. His name is Tim Farrell, and Tim is the owner of Blue Line Enterprises. You interact with property managers all the time. We interact with the property managers along with the agents. Um, our, our business is a handyman business, and property managers will call us at the t uh, time when they're having a turnover, uh -huh. they're having a vacancy. And uh, the main part of our business is really coming from realtors who are looking for work to be done on the houses in order to make it uh, qualify for um, the mortgages themselves and get through it, the escrow process. All right. So the, the deal is kind of holding um, 
Well, it's in a holding pattern until certain things are corrected, certain things are repaired. I come out of the mortgage world, so I know that if certain elements are not in line or with a requirement from the lender, the deal's not going to... That's when we get the frantic phone calls at 11 o'clock saying that we're closing tomorrow morning. Can you you get this fixed so uh, it can be funded? Yes, and there's very few people that can do that. I'm uh, wanting to talk to you more about the handyman world that you're working in and more about property management with Colleen McCoy after this quick message. Reno Technology Academy. Human ingenuity is shaping a new technological future. IoT, the Internet of Things. The demand for skilled developers and tech workers is high. Reno Technology Academy has a new training program and the only IoT lab in the state. For the next generation of makers and inventors who want to turn their obsession into a reality, Reno Technology Academy has scholarships available right now. Call 849-4983 and apply today or visit renotechnology.academy. Reno Technology Academy. Scholarships are available for your career in the Internet of Things. Improving your technical skills can help you attain an income of up to 80000 Register online or 849-4983. Reno Technology Academy. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. What a great day I'm having today. It's my favorite day of the week, Radio Day. That's all I think about is talking to people, having a good time, and uh, good conversation about real estate and real estate for professionals. Many people move to Northern Nevada because they want to get a great deal on a home or because they have a family member here. They might be a skier. They love the lake. There's all sorts of reasons for being here. And I'm here for those same reasons too. But one of the best reasons that people don't talk a lot about is the wonderful people that you meet in Northern Nevada. I'm serious. I moved here from, I won't mention the state, but it starts with an A and ends with a Z. People were not all that friendly there. I was really surprised when I moved to that state. I was there for a dozen years, native of Colorado. But when I got to Nevada, it was like, wow, people really love each other here. It's friendly. It's fun. And interesting, one of the most interesting people I have met is a lady named Karen Gedney, Dr. G. Dr. G finished a book recently that I've got to tell you about. It was awesome. 30 Years Behind Bars. Yes, the woman was behind bars for 30 years during business hours. She was the prison doctor. What a great story. A female prison doctor in an all-male prison. It all happened in Carson City, Nevada. How interesting is that? We're talking about the Carson City and Carson Valley area today. I encourage you to read 30 Years Behind Bars. You can get all the information at Dr. G's website, Discover Dr. G. Dot com. And that book, by the way, is available on Amazon. There's also an audio series as well. You're going to love it. Let me ask our in-studio guests who are from the Carson Valley area if they know anything about Dr. G. First of all, Tim Farrell from Blue Line Enterprise. Ever heard of Dr. G? I have not. You haven't? Well, mm-hmm. I'm going to share with you uh, uh, an opportunity to get that book, 30 Years Behind Bars. You're going to love it. Also with us from the Carson Valley area is Colleen McCoy. Colleen, ever heard of Dr. G or 30 Years Behind Bars? No, but I can't wait to read it. It is awesome. What an awesome story. Have you ever uh, stepped into Netflix and maybe seen anything called Orange is the New Black? I've heard about it, but no, I haven't seen it. Well, you know, I had seen Orange is the New Black before I read the manuscript of uh, 30 Years Behind Bars, and I was amazed. I thought they were somehow connected. Come to find out, Dr. G has never seen Orange is the New Black either. Hers is the real story. I encourage you to check it out. Debbie O'Gorman is with us too, and Debbie is from the Carson Valley area. You're a realtor at Cobalt Banker Select. Have you ever heard of Dr. G or 30 Years Behind Bars? I have not. Well, I'm so glad that I can introduce you to Dr. G and 30 Years Behind Bars today because I'm going to give you a copy on the way out so you can enjoy awesome. it and share it with your friends. 30 Years Behind Bars. I'm sure I'll enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Check it out. It's online, and uh, she'll, uh, she's a great person to talk to. What a great inspiration. We're talking today about my great inspiration, real estate and real estate for investors. You know, I own some investment real estate in a little town in New Mexico. It's uh, where my ancestors uh, were from, and my mother and dad were born on this little property in northern New Mexico, not far from the Taos area. Great horse properties around there, too, and uh, great skiing as well. 
It reminds me a lot of northern Nevada, only without people. Uh, and that's the problem. There's no people. There's no services. It's way out in the boonies. But I'm finding that more and more people are investing, getting started in their real estate investments outside of their own state. They're having, my brother, in fact, he lives in Colorado. He was telling me he had bought some investment property recently in Florida. He's never been to Florida. And I asked him, How, when did you go? He says, oh, I haven't been there. I bought it online. My realtor there showed, it, showed me the videos and everything. And I've got renters in there already. It's like, wow, couldn't believe it. And then he told me he did the same deal in California. So, Colleen, let me ask you, because you're in the property management world and business, your uh, clients, out of state, in state, what's it like? I get a lot of California investors coming to invest in northern Nevada. Mm -hmm. You know, there's pros and cons to both of it, to invest in your backyard versus investing out of state. I think if you have a good team on your side, if you have a good realtor, you have a good property manager, if the property manager has a really good handyman service like Blue Line to call on mm -hmm. when there's maintenance and repairs to be done, it can be smooth and, you know, it could be just as easy as if it were in your backyard. Yeah. It's scary, though, when you buy that first investment property. I remember when yeah. it was for me. I didn't live in the state I was investing in either, but my brother talked me into investing in Texas at the time, and it just seemed like my money was gone. But those were the days before the technology world, sure. and now you can literally get a Google Eye view, right, of everything that you own in real estate. Yeah, I think a lot of it comes down to that trust, though. Right. Make sure you know who you're working with and you can trust them. Yeah. And then it'll be lucrative for you. So when people think about property managers and they haven't worked with a property manager previously, mm -hmm. bought their resident, primary residence property, and now they maybe turn it into investment property. They might have one of those. Things. And they're, of course, fixing toilets on their own and doing all that stuff, right? Uh, dealing with the tenants. Uh, and then they find out that there's a world of property management, but there's a cost associated. And mm -hmm. like a lot of real estate investors, we're cheap. We don't want to spend any money. That's why we got into real estate, so we yeah. can make money, not spend money. Uh, share your thoughts on that and, and really what, what the value is of a property management Absolutely. Company. You know, you could do everything yourself. You could fix the toilets. Yeah. You could find the tenants. But there's added value to hiring a property manager to screen the tenants. I think that's one of the most important mm, things yeah. that a property manager can do is to make sure that they're putting in a quality tenant and to make sure that they're doing their due diligence on all the types of screening available from credit checks to income checks to previous landlord checks, making sure that who they're going to put in that house is going to take care of the house and make sure that they're financially able to pay the rent on time every month. Well, and on an ongoing basis, making sure that the house is being taken care of, that there's, before the tenant's place, making sure that there's, the maintenance has gone through to make sure that everything's been caulked so you're not getting water damage down the road. So everything you're doing is to prevent costly expenses down the road. Mm -hmm, so the house mm -hmm. is in good shape and the tenants are taking care of it. Very good. And that that's it makes uh, makes it easier to become a real estate investor then because you don't have to do all that sure. work, right? Well, yeah, and the cost of not doing it or hiring a property manager that isn't going to take those steps could cost you a lot more money down the road. Oh, absolutely. So let's talk about the handyman world because we have a guest in the studio who specializes in the handyman world. His name is Tim Farrell from Blue Line Enterprises. You work with Tim, right, Colleen, sometimes yeah. on deals? And I, again, I think I know this answer, but you let us know. How critical is speed and timing in this world of handyman? Yeah, absolutely. In real estate, not only on the sales side, but on the property management side, everything has to be done now. I heard someplace that uh, kitchen ovens go out right about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving turkey time. Is that yeah. right, Tim? Is that about when you hear some of that stuff? We've been fortunate where um, we've only had to change out a few ovens itself. Yeah. But um, it, nothing happens at a good time. Yeah, exactly. Everything exactly. everything becomes critical. Yeah, yeah. I remember once at my mother's house when I was a young boy, her oven went out on Thanksgiving Day. And, uh, of course, my mother cooked a horrible turkey, driest turkey in the world. We were glad, actually. Okay. Me and my poor mother, she was so sad because the oven went out that day, but she made up for it the next day. Still, these things are critical to families and to the way that the family dynamic operates. So if you've got a renter in a house and they're going to have a big party and suddenly there's a problem with the bathroom, 
I mean, Colleen, you've got to get that taken care of pretty fast or you're going to have a very unhappy tenant. Absolutely. So, Tim, pretty quick responsiveness from your company. Can you guys handle all those kinds of things when they, when they do come up? It's always something different. It's always something different, but uh, our company really isn't focused on uh, those type of repairs. Um, I started in this business as an investor, buying houses, putting in renters, and then from there, uh, we've been flipping houses in the area for the last five years. Mm. And uh, what I've seen that's been coming on is we've been fortunate as the market's been rising to buy them at a good price, fix them up and be able to exit it uh, with a good strategy and still make very good money on it. Mm -hmm. But the way the market's been going, I needed uh, something to become more vertically integrated in the business. So just about a year ago now, we started Blue Line as a handyman business. And it was actually through a um, recommendation from Colleen to uh, focus on uh, realtors and in particular the notice of required repairs in order to get the house ready uh, mm -hmm. to be able to get to get through closing mm -hmm. with as uh, little problems and a little confusion as possible. Mm -hmm. Handyman services, at least here in the metro area, Carson uh, included, I'm sure, but in Reno Sparks, it's been real tough to find handyman because they're in such high demand or they've maybe elevated their skills and they're now licensed in some area. Even finding a, an electrical contractor or somebody to put up siding on a, on a wind damage, it's almost impossible here sometimes to find people uh, to do that stuff. And the timing is critical because if a real estate deal falls apart because of a notice of required repair that doesn't get repaired, the seller might get so ticked off, he'll take a lower offer or another cash offer from somebody else. So there's a lot of at risk when, uh, when, when these repairs have got to be made. And it's almost like having a gun to your head. I know it because I was doing the mortgages for many people. <laughs> That's exactly what it felt like. Oh, my family. Oh, this. Oh, that. The movers are already here. And how am I supposed to not close on this deal? Huge senses of urgency in the world of the handyman world. You can't deal with that on your own. You've got to have a team that makes that happen for you. I am very fortunate to have the team that I do have. I have seven people on my payroll. We have uh, two crews on the, road, on the road every day. Wow. And, uh, you know, our motto for the realtors is we will move heaven and earth to get you to the close of escrow on time. And, um, you know, yes, we do get that 11th hour call. But the agents that I do work with, we have enough conversation, build enough rapport that as soon as you know that you're going to need it, let me know. Absolutely. So within that 10-day time frame, I can get a schedule and get you to the close of escrow on time so you get paid. When I was in the mortgage business, I always hoped for the best, but I expected the worst, and then hopefully somewhere I'm in the middle there. There's always challenges to closing a real estate transaction, and if you're a homeowner or if you own investment property, you're always challenged with taking care of that property. We'll have more conversation with our in-studio guests from the Carson Valley area, Tim Farrell. He's with Blue Line Enterprises. Colleen McCoy, she's the broker owner at Brick and Mortar, and also Debbie O'Gorman. Hopeful Banker Select, I've got another couple of horse questions for you after this message. It's so sweet. The Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming February 22nd through the 24th in Urington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. You will love learning about why bees are the coolest and products for beehives that are used in health and beauty. Kids of all ages can take part in the hive decorating contest and the honey tasting contest. The Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is pleased to present Dr. Samuel Ramsey, entomologist at USDA Bee Research Laboratory. Dr. Ramsey takes beekeeping to a whole new world. Want to become a beekeeper? Attend the workshop rotation to learn everything you'll need to get started, like how to collect pollen and honeycomb, not just the honey. You'll learn about the magic of propolis, how to read a hive frame, and so much more about pollinator habitat in your backyard. The 2019 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 22nd through the 24th. This conference is great for beginners or advanced beekeepers. Space is limited, so register today. Go to nevadastatebeekeepers.org. That's nevadastatebeekeepers.org. It's so sweet. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm so glad to be with you today. I'm having a good time talking with in-studio guests about real estate, real estate for investors. Heck, we've talked about snowshoeing, skiing. Uh, we're going to talk more about horseback riding. Right now, I want to talk about one of the favorite things I do on my off time, 
beekeeping. Yes, I'm not joking. Stop laughing. I'm serious. I love bees. Honeybees, that is. Honeybees. Oh, yes. Oh, I get my own honey out of my backyard. I get to pollinate my neighbor's fruit trees and orchard, my own. And uh, it's amazing the kind of natural habitat pollinators that are attracted in addition to honeybees when you have honeybees. It's a great pastime. It's a great backyard hobby for people. I only took it up in my later years of life, but I know a lot of people that are taking it up early in life because of their living situations. If you live on horse property, for instance, chances are pretty good. You could get a beehive or two, and you'll be amazed just how it changes your life. So many good things to learn. I encourage you to do what I did. Learn about bees first. For two years, I attended different beekeeping organizations, clubs, annual events, and so forth. And before long, my fiance and I decided, yeah, we want to do this. So we're now going into our third year having tons of fun. I encourage you to join me and Sherry Hill at the 2019 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. It's coming up February 22nd, 23rd, and 24th in a beautiful rural area of northern Nevada, Yarrington, Nevada, in the hub of Lyon County. Wow, I love Yarrington. It's a great conference, lots of fun. You'll be amazed. It's like a honeybee retreat. Visit the website to get all the information, nevadastatebeekeepers.org, and tell them Peter sent you. With me in the studio, I have three guests that flew in from the Carson Valley area. Oh, they maybe buzzed in. It came in pretty fast. He rode our horse. She could have ridden her horse. Debbie O'Gorman is with us from Coldwell Banker Select. I hope you are enjoying being on our show today, Debbie. I am. Also with us, Tim Farrell. Tim is the owner of Blue Line Enterprises. And Tim came to us today via Genoa. That's where you drove in from. That is correct. Love Genoa. Oldest bar in Nevada, right? Uh, yes. I frequently did it a few times. I've been there maybe five times. Okay. <laughs> that I remember. It's a great place to go. It's so cool to go in there. It's like really stepping back in time. A very, very uh, good area to tour if you're relatively new to northern Nevada. Genoa. Also with us in the studio is Colleen McCoy. And Colleen is the broker and owner of Brick and Mortar Properties right there in Carson City. I am. I love the capital city. I was there yesterday doing a little bit of business. It's so close to Reno, but it's a small community as far as population. You can get around town pretty easy. Have you lived there all your life? I haven't. I uh, grew up in the Bay Area uh-huh. and then had enough of that, so I moved to Montana and then made our way down to Wyoming. Uh-huh. And then we finally moved about four and a half years ago to Carson City. Yes. And it's the best of all worlds. Oh, it's I bet. Yeah. The hiking, the skiing, the lake. Uh-huh. So being closer to civilization, especially from Wyoming. Yeah. But not being in the Bay Area. So right. it's our absolute favorite. We love it. It really is a fortunate experience for anybody, I think, to live in northern Nevada. And it's not easy. I mean, you have to earn your way to live in northern Nevada. Uh, weather, you, know, you have lifestyle, climate change, uh, you know, you have people coming in. Uh, you have to have a good income, really, to mm-hmm. live in northern Nevada now. And I know a lot of people that, that move away from northern Nevada because they're, they can't have the lifestyle they want on the income that they earn. But incomes are going up. They are getting better. There's getting to be more uh, focus on uh, putting the people that are here to work as opposed to bringing people in because there's plenty of workers. We just need them trained and ready to go. Right. Do you interact with people in the uh, investment side of your business, in the property management business, that are coming to northern Nevada because of technology? Because yeah, of the technology absolutely. World? Especially in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. All the new industry coming into the state has definitely brought a wave of investors following them. Yeah. And although those of us that have lived in northern Nevada for a long time or maybe are lifetime residents, uh, we, it's just amazing how much the prices have gone up since, well, I came here in 2000, it was a market low in 2012, we're way above those numbers. And yet, somebody coming here from Bay Area looks at the values and the costs, they have a whole different perspective, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. They, I, I'm hearing they're saying, I can't believe how cheap it is to buy stuff there, yeah. how inexpensive it is, but the reality is, it's expensive. It, it is, yeah. How do you, uh, how do you keep your um, property management clients um, a price of activities. Do you have a regular report that you send to them on their properties, or how does that work? 
Yeah, so anyone that I've helped purchase previously, they get a CMA every six months, so just an updated value on their property. Mm -hmm. I do a monthly newsletter that goes over the market statistics just mm -hmm. so that they know whether trends are going up or down or if they're stagnant. Mm -hmm. um, try to just stay in regular communication mm -hmm. with everyone, mm -hmm. whether they're um, property owners, um, that's their primary residence, or their investors. Mm-hmm. We have another realtor in the studio today that is in somewhat of the horse world. So in the property management world, those, are, those two are specialties ever cross over. There's definitely people that rent out their, their horse properties uh, mm -hmm. for one reason or another. Yeah. What do you think about that, Debbie? If you are buying horse property or you have property and you want to rent it out, property management helpful there? Oh, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You have to have somebody that understands horses, though, I would imagine, right? I mean, that's kind of a specialty of itself, too, like it is on the real estate side. Yes. Yeah? It's helpful, yes. Yeah, it's totally helpful. So, But living in northern Nevada, almost everybody knows, I would think, a little bit about the horse world, or you know somebody who mm. knows the horse world. I think yes? there's a, some people that are completely removed and really don't know anybody. Mm -hmm. We do have a large horse population, so the majority of the people have some clues, but... There are some that don't. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we have the handyman of the world. Tim Farrell is with us today. Tim, you, uh, you do work in the Carson Valley area, I'm sure, because that's where you live. But how far out besides do you, would you extend your services to if there are some notice of required repairs on a big deal? We, we go from uh, Gardnerville, Minden area, all the way up through uh, Reno Smarks, mm -hmm. out to Fernley. We hit uh, Dayton, uh, Stagecoach, Silver Springs. Mm -hmm. um, the bulk of our business, obviously with the population number of houses, is in the Reno Sparks area. Mm -hmm. But uh, the Carson Valley is definitely growing and sales are there and uh, just about every sale that comes through mm -hmm. has a need for our services. You know, I, I was uh, talking to a gent who needed an electrician not long ago and he struggled to find an electrician because they're so busy in construction projects. It was around the holidays and so forth. And I suggested he call a handyman. He says, I can't. I need to have a licensed electrician to do that kind of work. So I'm sure that comes up in your world as well, Colleen. And uh, Tim, how do you handle that when somebody needs work that specifically requires uh, a licensed pro? Well, there's certain areas that as a handyman you cannot do. And obviously licensed work is one of them. But what we would like to do and uh, to help the agents out is we actively seek out these electricians, mm -hmm. uh, plumbers, general contractors, and we build relationships with them. So what we're hoping to do is get to the point where when a notice of required repair comes over and it specifically calls out the licensed people, we have a rapport with these licensed people and they can act on it because of the volume of business we'll be giving them. Having an agent work for you, essentially, uh, as an agent, you are putting a lot of business out there, right, that needs to be taken care of. And there's repeat business coming if you can satisfy that need that you have today. Our, our, our customer is the agent. Yeah, you know it's it's not the end user. We don't uh, forget about them, uh -huh. but our customer is the agent. And if we have an agent that's selling <coughs> 15, 20, 30 houses in a year's time, mm -hmm. of course we want to take care of them. Now I'm wondering if maybe that's why they're selling 15 or 20 houses a year. I would imagine a lot of agents who don't know or have the contacts that they need to do these really critical notice of required repairs, uh, they get frustrated because they they can't close deals or the deals fall apart. Uh, Colleen, tell us how critical is it to have a great handyman in the real estate world? Knowing that you just have to make that one phone call. Just mm -hmm. knowing to get on the phone, talk to Tim, mm -hmm. tell him what you need, send over the uh, notice of required repair, just email it over. He calls you right back and gives you, you know, the date on the calendar that he'll be there. And that takes off, you know, an hour, two hours of work of just trying to hunt people down. Mm -hmm. So it saves me lots and lots of time during Debbie the transaction. Debbie O'Gorman with us too. Debbie, how critical is it, those contacts that you have when you get, need to get things done? <laughs> it's very critical. From inspectors to handyman to a roofer, you need to be able to call somebody and get a response mm -hmm. and not have to keep calling and calling and calling and calling. Because mm -hmm. we have a lot of phone calls to make and having to remake them is difficult, especially for your client. I think in the world of real estate, it's even more critical than many other industries or professions that you have good connections in your world as a pro and as a real estate pro it's not only knowing the mechanics of closing a real estate transaction it's having the connections because you know 
no one person can do the whole deal. It's a complicated issue. Every deal is different. You need to have somebody like Handyman or a property management company or somebody that has that specialty that you need right now available and relatively quickly or the deal will close. If somebody has a specialty of horse property, I know you're the person to contact, Toby. That's, that's really what you love to do. And before we sign off, I would like to have you uh, let our listeners know why it is that people love getting involved with horses and horse property. What is it? It's a quiet, large animal, and it brings a lot of peace mm-hmm. to people. And people can go out and trail ride in our area, or they can work in an arena as if they've gone to a gym. There's several arenas around yeah. to work in. There's just a certain amount of peace that comes with horse ownership. I can just imagine. If anybody wants to visit with you about horse property or any of your work at Coldwell Banker Select, I'm going to have all your information available on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com, and I'm hopeful that you'll come back and visit with us again soon. Yes, and I too. Thank you, Debbie. You're welcome. Thank you. Also with us today, Tim Farrell, and Tim is the owner of one of the top handyman companies, but you don't know it's a handyman company because it's called Blue Line Enterprise. But I know you're doing a lot of great things. Tim, any final thoughts for our listeners, many of who are realtors that maybe will need uh, to act on a notice of required repair soon? All I can say is we're, we're built to get you to the close of escrow on time. We build the flexibility into our schedule with our crews because we know how critical it is for you to get there. Very good. I always recommend a great handyman in your arsenal of uh, tools to close real estate transactions. And that goes for mortgage transactions too, trust me. As a mortgage lender, I spoke with many a repair person and uh, I wish you would have been available for me. You'd help me close more deals, I know you would have. Well, thank you, it's been a pleasure being here. We'll look forward to having you come back. Also with us today, Colleen McCoy, and she's with Brick and Mortar. I'm glad you came to visit with us today. Thanks for having me. Any final thoughts for our listeners who might be thinking about getting into investment real estate and maybe thinking about just doing it on their own? Give me a call and we'll see if I can help you out. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you can give them a comparison of what it takes to do it on your own and versus what it takes to pay a fee and then uh, be able to live your life. Cost analysis, sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. And hopefully you'll come back and give us an update too on the Carson Valley market as well. I'd love to. My name is Peter, your host. If you have any questions for us, send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com and we'll get back with you soon. And don't forget to tell your friends we're on the air again next week. Same time, same station. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.